Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 126. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magra. Joining me today, two deep space desperados who like to grow their bonds while cutting up next to a campfire. Dave Grimma. That's me. Hey, Dave Colonna. I love a good cuddle. Can I just say that out loud? I mean, you did. Oh, well, thank you for retroactively giving me permission. No problem. But the big question is now, big spoon, little spoon. I, uh, I, um, I can flex, you know. You can flex position. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's, it, I like to play um, flex, flex spot on the team for that. Don't you think, though, that's like certain body dimensions just are more apropos of one uh, position? Like, my arms are too long to be small spoon. When you have a what concave I, I middle, then you're good as a, as a big spoon. You know, you can't. When your middle is concave and you just like inverted, you've been, you've been kicked so much in the chest. <laughs> yeah, your entire like middle, everything is just an ins- inverted sphere. Mm. See, I wonder if that's like a new couples thing. Like, if someone like you're in a spooning, I don't remember because I haven't dated it. Oh, that would be a great dating app. Like big spoon, little spoon, spoon, and you just say <gasps> I'm big connect. spoon, and who's little spoon, and then you just that's it. And that's the start off. That's like yeah, that's, that's the gate. You don't write even, it yeah, down. Like you're not even write matched. It down. If you're a big spoon, you're not even matched with other big spoons. That's too Why much power competition in one relationship. Yeah, it goes with your personality. Little spoons, however, are in control. Let's not get, let's not, you know, you just can't have let's, matching. It's like magnets. You can't have matching polarities. What are you, crazy? Well, we're talking about big spoons and little spoons because we played Star <laughs> Renegades. We're spooning very important dynamic in the right. game i would think mm-hmm. that's how you get more characters it's like the whole game it is kind of actually <laughs> uh but before we get there let's check in with the old boys uh, it's only been two weeks since the last episode gets released but it, for us it kind of feels like it's been longer because well we, we had off. the not the break but we had the uh you know 125 milestone episode mm-hmm. oh that's true maybe that's and why because we'd have we to like, prep work Last episode was kind of chill. We just talked about games we like. This one we got to put, you know, work in. You this know? is a business episode. That's this right. Is all, this is no nonsense here. That's right. Well, no. Well, before going around, I think we have, this is one of those rare times, like with the planets align and all the Elephant things. in the room. Is the elephant in the room. We're all playing, or we all have played Returnal. Mm-hmm. All of us have very different feelings about it, it seems like. And I would like to dive into this. Okay. It's relevant <laughs> for the episode. Because yeah. Returnal's a roguelike. Because, I guess The game, true. Star Running Games, is a roguelike. This is the roguelike season. Yep. The season of roguelikes. Here it it is. You want to play the same five-minute game for three hours? <laughs> like, comment, subscribe on Dinosaur Machines. Well, I think Dave is the, the Switzerland in this, so I want to kick it to him first. Okay. Dave, Returnal, how's that Ret- going for you? I think Returnal is okay. It's pretty hard, <laughs> and... I have wishes that there was um, a way to say, you know what, game, make it a little easier because I want to just finish the story, you know. Mm. But I'm, I'm not. I haven't given up yet. It's just, it's frustrating, and I, I'm, I know they were worried about saves coming or whatever, but it also feels like respect my wish to play other games, you know. Interesting. Because, I have a lot of feelings on the things you're saying, but I would you let know, you know because like I like to farm the first world, and the first world will take me forty minutes. Mm. You know, That's and fair. after forty minutes of the first world, 
and I'm pretty thorough, maybe I want to put the game down. And maybe that means playing Overwatch. Then I'll go to World 3, which I'm currently stuck in, and I'm like, alright, I, I kind of want to be done, so now I'm not as careful as I would would be if, like, mm. I started in World 3. <laughs> you know? Right, right. So, like, real, realistically, I should, like, get my build going, play, play Farm World 1, put the game down, come back, start in World 3, you know? But no, instead I'm I'm out of patience and I'm in world three and then I die. Right. Interesting. That's, that's my current cycle. I want to go back to that. What you were saying though, about like the difficulty. Cause I think mm. that that is the kind of big thing with this game. It, it's, it's pretty hard. It's a pretty, it's pretty hard. hard. Game. Yeah. And it is mixed with, not only is it hard, it's unforgiving. Like you're saying that you can get into an hour run and the way the, the, roguelike mechanics of it you're not really getting that much no besides you, you know can, you you're like adding things to the things. loot table and like you're getting permanent unlocks for weapon types if you happen to get that role again you don't have to unlock the, right the extra ability but how valuable is that really it's it's not i mean some of them are kind of like oh that's interesting and they they work like in synergy with some other things mm-hmm. but it makes me think about the question because when you think about the the conversation around uh, PlayStation, you know, has kind of been up and down the last few months, and they had the big Schreier article about they're only obsessed with blockbusters, and now PlayStation's been kind of pushing back. We have all these diverse titles. When you think about the true, true PS5 exclusives, there's only been two, because Miles Morales was cross-gen. Mm-hmm. It's only really been Demon Souls and Returnal. Both pretty hard games, and both very niche games these are not Mm. accessible games to the greater group and that makes me just think i i I guess when you think about a developer they have an idea for Mm -hmm. a game and it probably in terms of sales it, it benefits them to make it as accessible as possible but at the same time if this is what they wanted to do and make a really, really hard game where they don't expect a majority of players to make it that far. If that's what they wanted, what does isn't that mean? That, isn't that just then it's up for us to be like, well, I, I'm not buying what you're selling here. It's fine that it's difficult. Is is it then? Is it? It's, <laughs> it's. I think Dave said it really well. There's this respect of time that isn't meshing with the way that Returnal kind of works. So, but doesn't that come down to accessibility then? It doesn't respect your time, but they don't, they don't want to They don't care. respect your time. I feel like well, see, it's, it's I like, experienced this with Dark Souls. I'm going to correlate it to the business decisions that they made about the PlayStation 5 controller. Oh boy. Okay. Cause the PlayStation 5 controller, the button faces are uncolored. They are just white, right? It's true. Which we all hate. <laughs> which, yeah. Which means that in a video game where they show you the, the button prompts, they still keep the original colors in the game assets usually. Do they? Yeah. Often. Often. Depending on the type of game. Which means for a newcomer gamer, they might not, they'll be like, oh, it's this shape. How come it's not purple? You know? I'm trying to think of a game that's... Well, I mean, for games that are PS4 to PS5, mm-hmm. that would make sense because you could be playing it on PS4. Mm-hmm. But then I'm trying to think Demon Souls. I don't like think doesn't it has like the button doesn't problem. Hades use the button colors 
Yeah, but see, that... Oh, I guess that wouldn't make... You know... Because I played with my DualSense Hades on my PC, and it does have the button colors, but I guess that could be... Is that Steam doing it? That might be Steam doing it. It, but, it depends. It doesn't matter. Because... My, my point is that PlayStation, Sony, is working towards, like, towards veteran gamers. In general? In general. They're, like, they're being less accessible. Uh, I don't know if I would get on board with that. I think with Returnal, obviously. I think, well, like, when saying, you look at these you're two saying big titles, their first yeah. two titles but, are, but are the, some of the least accessible games. I would agree with that. But then what else is going to coming on the horizon? Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. That game is going to be crazy accessible. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I, I think to... I mean, I like that topic, but I also want to like talk about my biggest gripe with Returnal, I guess. Yeah, because Dan, Dan is in the darkness. <laughs> I'm the in dark the darkness <laughs> with it. It makes me not want to play it I mean, in the sense are we, that... We, did we leave Astrobot? Should we have talked about Astrobot in there? Astrobot, Astrobot is the most accessible game me. that will Shame ever... Shame on me for ignoring Astrobot. Astrobot is possibly the best exclusive the game has, the system has so far. And is a crazy accessible, but I digress anyway. <laughs> okay, but were you, what was the point you were making, Dan? <laughs> that I fell in love with the Spit Maw. I love the version of the shotgun that Returtle has. It's a fun yeah. weapon. It is the way I like to play the game. I think it meshes the best with the way I play and the way Returnal works for me. Mm-hmm. And now that I've unlocked more weapons, to Dave's point, I'm not finding it that often. So well, I feel like... Just, you know, use the the rocket launcher in lieu of it like it also has pretty high stagger it's not even the stagger it's like the speed and the way it yeah. feels and the rocket launcher has like a weird reload so i wind up it taking long, those it has a long reload it has a, a long travel time so the damage takes yeah. a while to get there. but see, you so, could, but you got that distance damage but I, yeah well there's distance damage with the shotgun you're not giving it enough credit but i'm just saying like i've found my way to play and i think hades says hey we got all these weapons you'll unlock them slowly but then when you get them all you can pick the one you like, and if you just want to use a shield and play the yeah. game and be done, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that, to me, gives the player just enough agency over the roguelike thing. Uh, I think the word is formula. <laughs> and yeah, um, sure. gives you that agency over the formula, and then you're in. Because now you're like, okay, I control this. Oh. And in different games, fine. but And it also goes against the cycle, I suppose. But that would keep me playing, because I would much rather play the challenge mode with the Spit Maw. Just do it because playing the game is very fun and I like the combat. It's just like I'm on World 3 and I want to get past it. It's, mm. it's, and I feel like I don't have like, I'm not getting there. See, and <laughs> I, I don't want to, and we won't talk about Haiti's. I don't want to sacrifice know. my other games to play to mainline Returnal. No, and, that, and that's, I think, totally a legitimate gripe with it. And, Especially, and even on the other side of it, that technically over the first few weeks, the game has not been super, super stable for a lot of people. I I haven't had one problem with it. So, yeah, I know. That's what, like, I've actually been the same way. I have never had a crash. It is, I had one issue with once that was, like, an item I was trying to pick up, like, stayed with me. So, like, every time I stopped moving, it would, like, show me the prompt to pick it up. Hmm. But then I just opened something, and then it went away. Mm-hmm. But I feel... Because not to get not to get to too much in Hades, but Hades, I think, we'll talk about it more in a future episode. But like, really, it has a concentration of your build and you creating a build, and you have a yeah. lot of agency on how that build trans. You know, obviously, 
you have choices to make, but you really have a lot of control of it. Where Returnal is very, very much more, you are at the mercy of randomness right. with the weapons, yeah. the the room layouts, the enemies. I almost even kind of feel like, you know, like I I'm I'm pretty good at it. Like I don't think I'm amazing, but I definitely had runs where it was like. I would die in the second room. Right, I, because they I just, just throw that wiped. at you. And I get it. It's roguelike. That's part of the game. Yeah, and it, you really it, are just that kind of at the mercy of kind of... But I think that at the same time, like, that is a conscious choice because they want you to be kind of put in that position because that's their vision for this of... You're going to have to make... It's all... I feel like the entire kind of big thing about it is risk and reward. Mm -hmm. Making these kind of little micro decisions. So, you know, if you do get a spit maw... And you like it, but then in a couple of rooms later, you get a weapon that is better, but it's different. Do you want to use the less powerful weapon that you feel more comfortable with? Or do you want to just go for stats? All these, some, so I many mean, of the I items. I am a stat-driven person. I will yeah, so was I. The, take the more stats. Yeah, and then, but looking at also like, you know, the, the modifications for the gum. You know, all the items and like the malignancies and the parasites. It's like, you can get this, but it's going to have to make you deal with that. And kind of working out the build. It's like every build that I think kind of works with the tone of the game as opposed yeah. to Hades. Like it's a dark game. It's a oppressing game. And it's like whenever you feel like you're taking a step forward, it is not without pain, quite frankly. I, uh, not to give it credit, but oh, I just, <gasps> sorry. God forbid it, you give it credit. Well, it's not that it's, it's just not a bad game. That, I can't objectively say that. So like to your point, this is, uh, I guess, a fresh feeling in the modern age of save files and so on and so forth but at the same time does that mean that the rogue is this is returnal a statement to say that the roguelike genre got soft and returnal's like hey this is how you make the player feel like they're gonna lose it all that's what you should be doing with roguelikes and that's what returnal does is that what it is like because there's a lot of progress in these other ones but that also makes them better fun it's games. Like, it's like right? playing original Mario again and being like, I get, I'm going to have to beat this in one go. My Nintendo doesn't save. I mean, you could hold D and hit start. But you're right. You're right. Use the multiplayer aspect. where you No, there's a, a, no there's, a, there's a way to continue in Mario. Like, in the oh, original Mario there is? Yeah, oh, yeah. If you like hold B and hit start, you, you start it like... When, when I was a kid, I didn't know that. I, I think I did it by accident once. And I, was I like, didn't have the Nintendo powers. Actually, did I did you, you have a Nintendo, Mark? <laughs> yeah, of course I did. I uh, well, I don't say of Nintendo course. You don't have a Switch now. You're like it's like you're kryptonite. You won't do it. So yeah, I don't I guess know. That's true. <laughs> but no, I think to to to, to your question, like I, I don't think we need to put in a box it there. I think it really comes down to how accessible does the developer want to be, and there are people who. And I think I kind of fell into the category. It's like, I saw that as a challenge and there wasn't anything mm. else. I was like, oh, I want to switch back to this because it, it is it is a tough ask, especially if you're not a person who only sticks to one game. You like playing a bunch of different games. Then, well, you're kind of S out of luck if, you know, you have to wait till your run ends. Um, like, this is for, not a family man's game. Like, what if, you, if your PlayStation 5 is like a family machine... Oh, like, yeah. Good I mean, luck with Returnal. And again, like, I think that speaks to it is not a game that's met, is trying to cast a wide net. It has yeah. a very specific design in mind, and it does what it wants to do, it's, which is, well, 
S. You know, you are, this is your run. And if you can't finish it, well, tough. You're going to have to wait for the next yeah. one. I, so and, and that's, this, that's the other, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about with Star Renegades a little bit later about like, what is the sweet spot for a run in a roguelike? And I think, you know, obviously I think it varies. My runs were, I would say, usually, you know, most of the game, it's like it's kind of broken into two halves. You have a biome one, you go to biome two, or you could go through all three, but usually go one to three, or, you know, usually you're doing two. And I would say on a successful run, probably about an hour and a half, two hours, if you're being thorough and making That's sure you are really building out the build. Eternal? Yeah, I would you say... You could the game in two hours no you would get to get from biome one to the end of biome three in, a, in about two hours I would is think. biome three the last biome i thought you said it was no, no. but and after then, biome three you you get a new starting point for the game yeah oh, biome four you start uh, and you will and always four, start biome four, four to six works the same way so like you go to four you get to five once you beat five then you can go and you die you can go to six or if you die you go four you can go straight to six that changes and, how Dan feels because now he knows if I could just get past three, I don't have to look is, at biome one again. That's true. You don't. <laughs> you don't have to like stack them all. And that's I, all I've known about the game until this moment. Yeah. There you go. I mean, but I think a little the fun of that is kind of just the the discovery of that, and, I, and I'll just kind of give my general thoughts. Like Dan, I know you were. It was getting under your skin. I kind of had the opposite reaction where I was just so excited by it. Like we were all playing it. You know our friends who we have our text shots, like every, everyone was playing it. So yeah, kind yeah. of like saying things back and forth. And I, I really like housework games in general, mm. like super stardust. It's a nation. It's a good Rezogun. game. I just, I want to know the story more than mm-hmm. I'm enjoying playing the game. Yeah. And I, for me, like I, I think the gameplay is really, really solid. It feels good to play. I never have any situations where it's like, Oh, I meant to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it didn't work. Like I always do exactly what I meant to do, and it, and if I die, it, it is my fault because I, yeah. I didn't do something I should, or I wasn't quick enough to to respond to something. And the story, very very obtuse, very purposefully not. Like I, I, I beat the whole thing. I got the the secret ending, so the the quote unquote true ending. And, and I texted you guys right after. I'm like, it didn't really kind of clarify exactly what it is, but then kind of reading some people's feedback online, watching videos that really recap things. It's not a type of thing. It's like, Oh, this is what happened. You're not, I don't mm. think it's, it's just that type of game. They're not, not exactly hiding what happened in a sense. They're, they're just they're giving not, it to you in piecemeal. And when you finally see all the pieces that are possible, you can connect the dots. But I do think there is so, they are so kind of vague with things that just kind of seeing people's different takes They're on leading it. leading a lot into interpretation. Right a now. lot to interpretation, which I think mm-hmm. is cool because yeah. it's not, you know, like think of something like Stories Untold we played where there was, there was a story and it is by the end of it, you mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. This really, you can go a lot of different ways with it. And just the things that I personally kind of thought, okay, that's what I think that is. I think it's a really, really, really cool story. I think it's different. And I think, you know, then there's the whole question of, you know, the price tag and all that. It wasn't worth it. Uh, you know, that. that's, to me, the last... So, because I'm self-plugging all the time now, my video about roguelikes and Returnal and difficulty, no one's complaining about the price. And this, I'm only making this point because there's, like, actually a few conversations happening. Everyone's... No one brought that up, and I'm kind of surprised. 
people well, more I... so brought up like Sony, like wow, I can't believe Sony's actually supporting this game. Like it's not really safe bet. It's not your Crash Bandicoot. So like wow, it's crazy that this game got so much support from Sony. I think yeah, that and was interesting to see. My curious to see we're filming this at the the middle of May. I want to see where it ends up in NPD. Right. I know it, it on PlayStation it was number three for April and it was only out for a day, mm-hmm. which is not bad. But but for like a big exclusive, you would think it for would a house mark game though, like. And, but they are smaller. So, like, I don't know. I think this game, in terms of what was Sony's expectation for sales, I am really... I want to see where it's going to land on MPD in, in for April. Yeah, I know, again, it was only one day, but I don't know. If it's not top four for U.S. among everything, I think people then spoke to they didn't think this was a $70 game, which... I, I had no problems with paper thing. I, I loved all the bells and whistles. It really felt like but just how quickly it ran. I really liked all the stuff with the dual sense with the half pull of the trigger and feeling the rain and then when you're on one of the portals, like just the rumble it gave you. Like I thought mm. it felt very this feels like a different experience. It's a, it's the PS five being put through his paces, which is great because yeah. that needed to happen and I know there was like one bad report that this shortage is going to continue to 2022, but there's also more people that I know getting their hands on one. So it's just a slower rollout. So this is good timing for Ratchet and Clank, which everyone's going to hail as the launch because now that you're going to have options, you're going to have your hard game, your fun game and, and some other options for the PS five as exclusives. Yeah. So I think it's all good timing. It's just, it's like, this is what we kind of invested in, in November, you know, and December yeah, yeah. And, and so on. But, I don't know, I, like, just going back to Housemark, like, I don't know if this is my favorite game of theirs, but I really liked my time with it. I'm very happy I'm done with it, because it was driving me a little nuts. Um, mm-hmm. It is kind of soul-crushing, it is one of those times, I think, Dave, you said it once to me, it's just like, when you lose at a run, it's like, you gotta put it down. It's not like, alright, let me go one more. It's like, I need to recoup what is left of my soul at this point, because mm-hmm. it it sucks really grinding through a biome and then getting to the second biome and then just getting... Because it could turn on you so fast. You yeah. could feel like, oh, I'm killing it right now. Boom. Yeah. No, you're not. You're done. I had a... I had a, a... One of my recent builds, like, I had, like, four or five, like, stacked... um, What's the word? No, I want to say oh, artifacts, whatever you want to call it, but stacked mm-hmm. bonuses, they were all on melee. Oh yeah, and there's and a I, lot to kind of to to nudge you towards that. There's a lot of stuff that has to do with melee. It was like, like oh, the crease damage, you kill the someone, shooting the it, power out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like it gives a surge, and also you you take less, you get bonus protection, and it shoots two projectiles yeah. when you. <laughs> it was like, but there's like, a yes. lot. But then it, then the other balance is like I really think. There's a lot of enemies like you, you don't want to melee them. You don't want to be next you don't to them. Get, you don't want to be anywhere close. I want to melee like, all the enemies. I want to stun them. I want to destroy them in two hits. See, that's what I did. I really wonder if you tried changing your... Because I, I never use this. Did you just ask me to change? I'm just wondering if it would change your experience simply because I found the most success when I kept my distance and I see what's coming at me. My best runs were when you guys watched me. What does that tell you? Well... You needed the. Then you need an audience. Yeah. I mean, do I have to? Am I am I restricted to going on live platforms to play video games that we are don't difficult? Put you, we don't. Put I was you in trying a box to, to watch you 
last night, but or whatever it was, Yo. for whatever reason, my <laughs> voice chat was like, nah, I had to re- I had to full restart my PS5 in order to join voice chat with you. Stupid. Uh, well, I added you back. I Apparently, I'm the owner of that group now, by the way, which is... Yeah. Oh, power move. Yeah. Dave lost, that's, uh, that's a power move. <laughs> you're I mean, I was the owner, and I I opted to leave in order to try and fix the problem, but it wasn't. It didn't work. Well, oh, it didn't? Well... I had to restart the PS5. It wouldn't it like we'll if I went to voice chat. Oh. I just had a I just had a a spinner that never That's resolved. The spinner mm-hmm. that never ends. Well, that was a power move by Dan to now be controller. I I'm took it over. I hacked his PS5. Pulling the power move. We're getting the main topic. Bob. Good evening, listeners. This is your captain speaking. We are approaching the main topic. Please note that the spoiler light has been turned on. I repeat, spoilers incoming. Thank you. Let's do it. Great. Uh, well, Star Renegades. Star Renegades is a dimension-spanning roguelite strategy RPG. Outsmart uniquely generated adversaries forge bonds between heroes and end the cycle. This game was very positively reviewed all around recently and overall time came out September 8th, 2020. And it's developed by Massive Damage Incorporated. It's a great developer name. Published by Raw Fury, who's sneaky like a mini Devolver. I feel like they're, they're starting I like Raw Fury. I've brought them yeah. up before. They're good. Yeah. Um, popular user-defined tags for this product are mechs, roguelite, single-player, roguelike, and one very surprising tag. Uh, character tropes. Um, Mark, what do you got? Uh, don't pick that route. Oh, I, for a second I thought you were gone because it's JRPG. Wow. That's that might be a jerpage. first. <laughs> yeah, I, I was... Uh, We've had a I'm, lot of turn-based. We don't know that we have any JRPG tags on a previous podcast game. We might well, be breaking new ground here. One thing that I'm... Sorry, somebody apparently just peeled off outside. I don't know what kind of car just took off, but... They gotta get I, going. I, this is a new one because you know how I'm always on about indie. And I'm always mm. like, oh, indie, it's annoying. How do you say it's a Japanese RPG if it was made by an American company, right? Dam- massive damage. I, I don't know where they're from. That's a new one. I've never... <laughs> these are emotions no, I don't know how to deal I with think, right now. No, I don't think Japanese... JRPG, at least in my head, while it obviously has the word Japan in there, I kind of sort of just... Like, Skyrim is a Western RPG. Chrono yeah. Trigger is a JRPG. I think it goes more to like the format of the RPG. I would I guess say this, this is a topic. This is probably a whole other topic, but I don't think. I, I guess what I'm saying is I've never seen an American-based or a non-Japanese game referred to as a JRPG. So, and also this game doesn't really strike me as a Final Fantasy kind of game. But anyway, I'm totally stepping on Dave's moment where he tells us the real deal with Star Renegades. Rip the lid off it, Dave. Please. Okay. Star Renegades is a roguelike in the style of a turn-based RPG. The roguelike randomization slash builds come in the form of weapons and equipment available in stores, as well as pickups throughout a particular map. Also, after each boss fight, you will get to choose between two party members as you work your way through each particular run. Does this roguelike perfectly marry strategy and random build making? We'll discuss on this episode of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Rated like M Dave, for mechanics. So <laughs> while my power move might be that I am the sole proprietor of our group chat, Dave just did a new intro. 
That was like a that was a subtle power. I just want you to know that that just happened to you, Mark. I thought he was gonna. I think he was gonna pull back the the bleep loop that we did like in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> bleep loop. <laughs> um. Well, let let's start there because the theme of this season is roguelike. So we have to start, of course, this with the the classic topic: good use of roguelike, bad use of roguelike. Man, um, I think this was a good use of roguelike. Well, just quick little Wait. recap of all the elements that make it a roguelike. So, you have a randomized map. You have randomized items and enemy placement and basically routes that you can take. Um, you, while you can pick your starting class, the character members you meet are randomized in terms of who might you encounter. Um, and this is a game that really kind of falls in the line of what carries over from uh, run to run. Not that much. Um, some things I wrote down that you are getting experience then that could use to unlock items that, and I'm almost kind of confused well, about starting, that item. Starting items. It's starting items. It's not you necessarily these are things that are not available and then you do make them available. It's you just, you, you can, can add them. things. You can add likelihood to the loot table. Okay. You can purchase, I the it, you can purchase items and add them to the loot table and you can also increase the chance of coming across them ah okay that makes sense so you can do that uh you can unlock perks for um some kind of more general things like one that like totally blew me away was recouping some armor when you do a campfire i was like that's nice um Mm -hmm. there's character perks within which should kind of upgrade some of your characters yes there's different classes of characters then you can kind of start like the flavor of them basically yeah um, which it doesn't seem like they get stronger. It's more just kind of like a different approach. Um, and then there's a kind of a light nemesis system that I never really understood where I guess if you lose to a character, they will get upgraded in the next round. But I didn't really lose to anyone but bosses, I felt like. So I never I, I never saw know. like a system like where like... I saw it happen once where like someone got promoted. I mean, usually you did lose to a boss or the Yeti. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That guy's hard if you don't do it right. Right. Did you fight so, the Yeti? <laughs> I that was on the ice planet, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't go there. I heard okay. I heard you talk about it. I was like, I don't want I don't want to have to do with that. <laughs> but I, like, I gotta go to Hoth. Yeah. So so, so let's kick it to you guys. So th- really not a lot random very random runs, but not a lot that you feel that kinda contributes to that, oh I'm getting stronger, I'm more prepared for my next order. It really does come well, down to this, your experience. Those classes okay. might start getting a lot stronger because you don't like after you've unlocked a second class for each of like the different characters, you start mm-hmm. unlocking like a third class too. Like there's yeah, a, there are, a there bunch are a of there are a ton yeah. of like But I don't know if I would agree that specifics. it was they make them better. I think they just if you have a Change certain the archetype a little, yeah. Like if you have a certain strategy and you know, you've mm-hmm. seen certain items with certain perks, like, and that would really play into that. I think it's more of that kind of opens, it opens up your options in terms of builds as opposed to, Oh, this is just easier. Now I'm more prepared. Sure. So my, I guess, did, did you guys feel like good use of roguelike? I think Dan, you said, I think good. I thought it was a cool spin on, mm-hmm what kind of game you can throw a roguelike on top of, um, mm-hmm. you know, cause you think of an RPG, J a JRPG, I guess you think of a turn-based RPG like this, you think of growing your characters consistently and mm-hmm. building a party that you grow attached to. And there's a lot about that, that wouldn't like off the top of my head translate, but 
between making the story work and sort of approaching it in in a sense like you would approach XCOM in that you're attached, but it's okay if they kind of die and you move on to the next set. Um, just felt like an interesting, interesting spin because I feel like RPGs hinge on that, mm-hmm. you know, specific aspect where you're like building your team up and getting their gear up and all that stuff. So it was cool to see that played with, you know, usually it's like a action game that, you know, obviously feels like challenging, but this was different. So I thought it was good. Yeah. What about Peace. you, Dave? Did you, did you feel the, the roguelike nature added replayability or is it, eh? I, I think it did, but at, at the same time, I do feel like this game gets stale. Mm. Like I was enjoying, I beat it like two or three times and I was doing a, an, an, another run. And I was like, yeah, but it's still more of the same. And then Goodbye. I just stopped. You know, yeah. <laughs> I kind of actually felt the same way. Like I was really, I felt real hard in the beginning yeah. and I wanted to beat it. And yeah. once I beat it, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like what is there driving me forward with this? Like, I, I, I guess you, you then can then start experimenting because there's a ton of difficulty yeah. levels. There's like 15. And, and yeah. It keeps getting, start with the it basic. Gets, yeah. And also like there were some characters that I've barely touched. Yeah, so there's a mm-hmm. lot of diversity about, like, different builds you can make, different group, like, classes, mm-hmm. and your party, and it's the way you go about things. Yeah. And I think, for me, like, I I normally have always the harken on, like, I like when I feel like I'm getting stronger every, every run. But I thought just because of the nature of it being a kind of a traditional turn-based RPG, and we'll get mm-hmm. into, like, the mechanics of all that stuff, kind of our experiences a little later, but because it wasn't... You know, something like Enter the Gungeon, where there's a lot, or like Returnal, where it's like very skill based. It's kind of the reflexes. If you make a mistake, it's like ah, like you have an opportunity to kind of make the decisions. Where it's it's just you're thinking about it. It's it's much more strategy based. So, you know, you get to see the decisions in front of you, what the effect of that decision is going to be, and then you have to make the decision. And it was never the point where, you know, when we talk about like a length of runs. I think my, I, where did I wrote this down? I had in total, I think, where was it? It was like seven, I did six or seven runs. Oh, here we go. I had seven complete runs and I played for 16 hours. So pretty beefy lengths of time for each run. But I thought, because it's kind of hard to die in the beginning, you really get a, a nice, thick gameplay experience before and you get to save midway which is always nice if you want to switch to a different game um that i never felt kind of cheated by it because you know i had an hour and a half two hours to kind of really make my decisions and then if i didn't make it i didn't make it because almost like ftl and into the breach it's like i wasn't ready for that final onslaught but at the same time i kept thinking as i was playing this oh my god i would have loved this if this was like a 30 hour rpg with a story at different dungeons and you have this class of characters and you're learning the story and their their backstories and you're doing side quests i just i thought the combat was my favorite thing about it yeah and i much rather rather i, I like dave like i just kind of fell off once i beat it and i didn't want to keep replaying it over and over i just would have loved to have played one full story as an rpg and just walked away from it so i would have loved if this game wasn't actually roguelike so i almost yeah it didn't get in my way of my enjoyment, but it 
I liked everything as bad. It was just like, I wish this was a different genre of game. Man, that is a whole theme that I'm mm. seeing expose also, like, itself. The, like, the story elements are, are really weak in this game. Like, there's there's really no character development outside the campfires and stuff like that. But I liked all those moments. Like, the, the, the little banter back and those forth are, with them. They're I great little intrigued. vignettes. You're like, oh, cool. This is nice. They're talking. And, they're, and like, that group is getting closer. But it, yeah. you know, goes out the window if uh, if they die. Oh. Well, yeah. also, or it can come back exactly again the same way it happened last time when you choose the same party members in your next yeah. round. Yeah, you know, the next round for it. So, like, I don't know, like, I, I agree. Like, in terms of the story, it's like, oh, I wasn't, that's not the really investment. This was a game that's like, oh, this is hard. I want to beat it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, just like, I felt... I wish this was just a different type of game because I did I didn't want to keep you know that's what all with all roguelikes it's like trying to create a large swath of experiences in terms of the gameplay and the design of it to keep you playing, but eventually it's like that's that's tough to keep keep it going on and on like what is that carrot? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's kind of talk a little bit more about like just our experiences playing with it mm-hmm. characters, loadouts, strategies. Yeah. Like, I'll kick it to you, Dave, first. What were some things that you kind of found a lot of success with? What, what I mean, were like, some things that you intrigued first with? First off, with the like with the three characters that you choose, to like, I would always try and... I would always aim for balance, because that's uh-huh. just how I... like. So I'm like, okay, I, I need somebody who's going to do high damage. I need somebody who's going to... Like, what's my healing source or whatever? You know, like, how am I, how am I going to... Like, something that's going to increase survivability. And, like, so I would work out that between the first three characters and i usually would take two characters as the rookie class and one mm-hmm. person as like one of the more advanced class and i would you know try and build up to getting like the the like the double tech essentially yeah because i always felt like those were keys to winning hard battles yeah because i just loved how a lot of times it's like you can hit anybody on this field back yeah. row tough you get them yeah. definitely did you have characters that kind of stuck out to you? Like, I like these people. I mean, this I like the it. Aegis. She's good. With the shield. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like she was one of my faves. Um, uh, I like the sniper. The, mm. the robot sniper guy. Yeah. Um, I like... And I like... What's her name? Um, the empath. You know, it's funny. A lot of people, when I was just reading about, like, classes, and things, everyone trashes her as, like, one of the worst ones. I liked her. I actually, yeah. though, she was the one. She was a class that I thought, if you she have a long sneaky good battle, value. Yeah. yeah, like, she can kind of, because you can, you recover your shields after every battle, but your health is gone and your armor is gone, mm-hmm. unless you have, like, a perk or something that can kind of bring it up. So I thought she was a person for those long battles, at least kind of give you this base of kind of regeneration. Yeah. So it's not, once the tank line goes down, it's like, well, I'm, yeah. I'm in trouble right now. Um, I had some of the similar ones I wrote that. Juggernaut was one, when I finally beat the game, that was a class. And I thought that was clever how, like, oh, these are, because of the story, it's like, these are, when you have two people, their bond gets high enough, this is their kid, and now you have access to them. But Juggernaut... I mean, it, is it their kid? Well... It's you know. like, does that make any sense? Not really, but right. Then you're like, crossing a dimension. It's like why? Yeah, it's also because it's still the same time. Like yeah, the the bracket of time. So yeah, so but, so like, I how mean, can it you be your? Think... How can it be your child if they're like, what is this like Trunks and Dragon Ball Z? No, like, I was gonna you... say, aren't they just being sent back? 
Kind Dan, of. give me the background lore of Trunks. Go. Trunks is Vegeta no, and Bulma's daughter, son, <laughs> and Trunks comes back to Earth. And it's in well, Trunks, back to their time. Trunks is Bulma's son, and everyone in that family is named I after underwear. I actually want the answer to this question. Vegeta's named after vegetable. <laughs> then he comes back to defeat Cell. Of course, Cell. And the androids, because Perfect Cell kills That's his That's the future. one who wears the denim and jacket, right? No, cell. No, you're thinking of what Android was that 18. What's that word that you said? Uh, cell. Denimun. He is did like say Denimun. Like Denimun. Too much coffee. So, that like sounds stuttering. like an exotic food. Ah, uh, you serving Denimun tonight? Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, going back to Star Wars, uh, yes. I thought. Talk about DBZ if you want. It's fine. <laughs> I bet. So I beat it with the Juggernaut Aegis as kind of my tank line. Quick and question. I thought, uh, trunks with the shorter hair or the longer hair oh the long purple hair <laughs> that's like what kind of question is that dave because he's got the side part the side buzz you don't see until he goes super saiyan it's like oh he's got fashion he's got fashion sense <laughs> not just that's how, when i become super i become more fashionable as well no it's always there but since his hair goes up Oh, so you don't and see it. Then you, then you notice it it exposes so, itself it's like oh look at him he's, he's got he, anyway, he planned for this <laughs> So, I think the game really opened up for me, Star Renegades, that is, when I started, because uh, originally, as you're going through the map, it, you really have a choice of, okay, which places you want to go. They have a lot of options for you, but you can't get to all of them because they, they kind of time you out. So, you have to make decisions about, do I want XP? Do I want weapons? Do I want coin? So, in the beginning, I was really heavy on getting XP because I, I wanted to level up my characters. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I actually found later on I was actually leading more towards money because then I liked the option of when I got to the merchants, I, okay, what can I buy here? And I thought yeah. that's when the game really opened up for me when I was able to get my tank line absorbing health and armor and those sort of things, like items that could do that. Then it was it really prolonged my ability to stay alive yeah. in fights, and then I could let my backline, my marksman, I liked a lot, commando, I liked a lot. Which my my oh. pathing on the maps always were like, how do I make sure I reach the like lieutenants who are gonna leave and stuff like yeah, who like I'm gonna lose access to, or, yeah, you know. But then it's always that kind of balance. And then it's like if they're the hardest enemies and you want to kind of leave yourself in the best shape you possibly could before you get to the boss. So it's like whenever I would find those health chests, yeah. it's like I'm coming back for you. I will not use you until the last possible second. And then I will use it. I, I, I didn't I felt like I didn't really take much damage outside the boss fights. Whoa. Flex right there. No, but like, he's not wrong. Like they're they're kind of just you know, trying I mean, to catch I'll, you off guard, I guess. That's how it felt for me. Anyway. Like, like, do you see everything in the timeline? It's just, you're just like, okay, how do I avoid actually getting hit? Like, yeah. As long as you're just, that was... like, I'll take whatever I can on shields. As long as it's not impacting armor, you're mm. good. And it could be because that's, you basically taught me how to play this game, Dave. You know, when, like, we sat down and played on SharePlay, you were oh, like, yeah, do yeah. XYZ. And I was like, oh, yes, this is good. And I just applied that when I played. And I was like, yeah, the boss fights are where the game's at. And... Yeah, not getting hit was like the metagame for me the whole time. Yeah, yeah, because that's those are the things. Because basically, as long as you don't take any damage to health, it's like oh, this was just free money at this point. But you know, you know what game does a bad job at explaining its own mechanics without a friend to tell you? Star Renegades. Star Renegades. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm this... glad I had Dave to tell me, and I was like, what is it? What the timeline is it okay? And then Dave was like, here's that. This game is so busy. It's yeah. so it, busy. 
I sent you guys screenshots where literally things, there's so many graphics and things on the screen that things are blocking other things. It's like, mm. I can't see the enemies because there's 1,500 things on it. Couldn't even tell. Um, but once you do figure it out, and I'm glad you brought that up there because I think there is kind of a steeper learning curve with this, but once yeah. you kind of get it, yeah. and this how the stagger works where you can prevent enemies And the concept of like, you. okay, that number on the thing is how many times they can be delayed. Like, that yeah. took me a while to, re- to realize. And there's just, but again, it's so nice because they, they once you kind of get all the information, yeah. it, you know exactly what everything you're going to do is going to have. Like, it's there, just, you're setting up dominoes. And you're one just of the kinda, most okay. annoying things, though, is like, if, if you're getting a kill shot on somebody on the front line, you still can't, like, attack somebody in the back line, even though that you know, you can't specify yeah. the enemy in the back line that you're going to hit. Yeah, it would be nice once you lock in that decision. It's like, okay, so now that is actually going to happen. So can I affect this on the other thing? Absolutely. I know what you mean. That's so annoying. (laughs) Just like, just, he's going to be dead. Let me hit that. That's the one. (laughs) That's the one I want. But no, you got to select the first guy and just hope randomly it's going to do the next action. But what about you, Dan? Talk a little bit more about like any thoughts you had going into runs and characters stick out to you. The Archon was nice. I liked the Archon's move set. Yeah, character. because the shields, bestow shields, was good. And, and his AOE—he's the one with the AOE. That's like early, right? Yeah, he yeah. Has the, that's a, that's a nice attack in the beginning. Cataclysm or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What it's called. Yeah. And that to me helped me keep the rest of my party alive. It wasn't necessarily healing as much as it was preventing damage. And mm. um, I'm in the middle of a run right now where I think. I might, he died once, and I was like, this, this stinks. This is the worst, this is the worst part of my day. Um, this so is eternal? Well. <laughs> I didn't mean to yeah. go, Jack. <laughs> you, you, a little bit. You brought eternal back. <laughs> it's just so funny how, how upset you got. <laughs> it's, uh, it's all good, is the actual subtext. I'm not, a, it's just, a Roblox is starting to wear on me, which is bad timing. <laughs> considering the next five games we have to play. But what do you uh, say, like, and keeping Star Renegades in mind, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like there's so many, like, pos- like, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of variations of Combinations. this formula. Like, you know, just even think of games we haven't played for the podcast, think something like Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's so many games that kind of do it in different ways. And I think in general, it's, it's kind of funny seeing how, you know, even in Star Raids, it's like how story-wise can we make it make sense that you're playing this over and over again right hey, it's always like time travel and things like that. it's time travel it's looping and i'm fine with that and yeah i think when it came to star renegades it was the thing i was enthralled with wasn't necessarily just figuring out different builds it was more so again i was just like is it really an rpg that we're just yeah. like that just felt weird to me because again all almost all of the roguelikes i've played are action games yeah and and i and uh, it puts a lot on you to to mess up basically because yeah. like in rogue legacy you almost always die see and like and, that makes me think of like slay the spire where mm-hmm. slay the spire kind of had the same itch where it's like there is the randomness it's like these are long runs but it's all about my decisions and i can think about yeah. the data that i have and make the decisions based off the data and that's why like ultimately like i felt like i the ran out of the was, carrots but the gameplay yeah. itself like oh i love this i'm into this and, i'm so excited about it and <laughs> I didn't play as much Star Renegades as I probably should have, but I can Especially say it that I was Marker, Marmor Werved out, I'm no, but I'm saying like what you say about the carrot being gone is how I feel about mm. Returnal, but 
I didn't get there with Star Renegades. I didn't lose interest in the gameplay See, that's simply the because... difference, though, between Returnal and Star Renegades. For me, like, the, the carrot for Returnal is I still want to experience the story. Star right. Renegades, I'm like, what story? Yeah, once, once you told me that at the end, spoilers, that, like, just the end boss keeps changing different characters, which makes sense, you know, in the yeah. storyline, but I'm like, oh, I don't care. I'm yeah, because right now, when again. you first start the game, they come and they kidnap your brother. Right. And they he's take the him, and then he's the leader at the end. Yeah. And then, if you beat the game, then it becomes Win, your the, the the sister, and then you beat the game again, and it becomes somebody else, one of the other party members. And that's just like, that's the thing. Like they force you to have different people because they take a person away from you. So like now you can't even have a build with that person. Right. So it's you know? about just again trying to entice you with higher difficulties, coming up with different builds, yeah. giving you that score at the end when you get a victory. It's like how high was that? And it, Does and it ever that... end? No, I don't know. probably not. I, I think that's just what it is. No, but... there's got to be a true ending. The game is about breaking the cycle. I don't know. I don't know if this is realistic. See, that's the nice thing about Returnal, where there was it. It did make sense. It's like okay, this is what you're trying to do. There's kind of that end goal mm -hmm. of it, but. We've been going a little long, so let's kind of like pull this a little bit together. Can I just um, read a thing real quick? Oh, sure. Hey, hey, guys, just curious. Does the game have an ending I can, quote, finish? Or is it endless, as the generated content stuff might suggest? You can beat the game and consider it complete, but you can also start a new run, which will also... There it is right there. You can beat the game and consider it complete. Yeah. There's also new characters. Like, so that's, that's to me, there's no a ending. big... A big drop of interest right there like yeah but like, i think it goes to the idea of you know what's driving there is it the gameplay or is the story that well and this I game clearly says great but yeah this game says play but that means play it play it like one sitting and then you've just played every session of this game for yourself like unlock a few characters and you're done yeah it, it just comes to the idea it's like okay i'm gonna try to you know, this character does this attack. This is really cool. How can I mix that with that, mm -hmm. you know, with this weapon or something like that? Like, it is all about that variation and things like that. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I needed... I could just keep playing this over and over again. But, you know, so all the roguelikes, it's, you know, with the compelling gameplay. It's like, I could also play those. And see, this is one of those things where I think trophies come into the mix where... Well, what is the goal I'm setting for myself? It could be like, oh, okay, you know, I want to get this platinum. What would I need to do that? But as much as I like the gameplay, as we kind of start pulling this together, like, I don't think this is a game I would like. I'm playing this for 80 hours. I'm going to go boom, 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 mm. keep going, keep going, go. Because unlike possibly Hades, which we might talk about later, we've made a lot of reference to, there was nothing in the story to kind of keep me. The gameplay was good, but I needed more than just the gameplay to, to keep grinding away at it, I would think. Um, I want to try this new thing, and you guys tell me if you hate it. But we won't do Thank it. you so much for giving us a heads up. Yeah, but but I and I kind of mentioned it, Mark. a few Don't weeks, me weeks ago, <laughs> just as a way to kind of button up a conversation for us. Mm -hmm. um, so the open critic score, because we're all big fans of open critic, thanks to the fantasy critic, is a seventy-eight for this mm. game. So we I mean, would go really? around the hall, seventy-eight, too low, too high, just about right. What do you think, Dan? In your opinion, from your experience, man. I I think it I like feel like seventy five is how I feel, but Ooh. but the way it did make its gameplay work in an otherwise unfamiliar mm -hmm. setting for roguelikes brings it up closer to eighty to me. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I hate numbers for scores. I really do. <laughs> but I don't think it I don't think it should be below 80 for that reason. I think that if you made a Star Renegade sequel, we would all at least consider it. Absolutely. Um, which I think, to me, is a great... That means that there's something here that they're still wrapping their heads around. The art for this game, we didn't really talk about the presentation that much. Well, this, um, is a, this is a day-looking game. This is the reason I picked the game. I was at PAX, and I was like, what is pretty? And then... Um, now we're playing. Now we, we all. Own I it. like the thought. I like the concept. Your internal monologue is like this doofy guy saying something out into the air. It was a pretty game. Pretty, uh, pretty game. game was good. And then I like <laughs> I try to dissect the gameplay, and I, I go off of character animations a lot because to me, I think that if your character animations are good, like I, I'm, I'm probably gonna play your game. You know, because that means to me that it's responsive. I don't know why. It's probably not true, but I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let this go below eighty. What about you, Dave? Too low, too high, just about right. It's it's about right, maybe verging on too high. Ooh, I'm more like this is more like a seventy-six. Wow, you soured on it that much. Two well, points. I just Mark. think <laughs> I just think like like I'm thinking of it in terms of a grade on a paper. Mm. Okay, and I'm like, all right, I think this is like a C. You should be okay with this. You know, I mean, like you did, you did the assignment, you got it done, I, but there are a lot of like little loving things that you could have done to sweeten sweeten it up and get in a higher mm, score. Interesting. You know, like I, I like I, maybe <laughs> maybe you make it a full fledged RPG and now you're looking at a B plus. You know, maybe you actually have some more intriguing story elements that can actually finish and complete. And you know what? You could you can you can get to a higher grade. You strike me as a young man who never got a lot of C's in school. I'm surprised by this. This oh, you should be happy with that. <laughs> I loved. I I got a GPA that was like a three in in college, and I was like, nice. Kept I, it above. I I did well in school because I took a lot of classes at stuff that I was already good at. Mm. If that if I went into an area where I was not already good, I would definitely score some some That's middling the key C's. Case. Just get get out of those. I was just like, I just won't take that class. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna be the positive guy. I would. Have, that's way too low. I think. I definitely agree that story left much to be desired at the end of the day. But mm-hmm. it, like you said, Dan, it's like there's a Star Renegades too. Hell yeah, I want to play that game. That's like, what I'm it, saying. It's it's a fun fun RPG mm-hmm. that. Well, I would have loved it to see this kind of just take that gameplay and just yeah. kind of craft it into a, like a full blank story. Like, I really, really liked my time with it. Um, if it, I had nothing really else to play, I might have kept playing it. Um, I showed you guys. I, I looked. I found that there was in Japan. They have a, a physical release. I ordered that sucker, and I'm glad mm-hmm. it's on my shelf. And wait, it's cool. wait, it's wait! You what? ordered a physical release from Japan? Yeah. So I, it, I, sh- I sent you the picture. It came in. Wait. Yeah. In Japan. Okay, so is this a Japanese game that came to America? No, I Why think is they Japan just did a, the one that got the I think release? they just did a physical release in Japan for whatever reason. Um, They're really trying to make it like, well, it's a JRPG, see? <laughs> and what's cool is, um, like, the like it's got the Japanese characters on it, like, on the front, but it has the English characters, but on the spine, which shows Japanese characters. And, like, I that's hot. Oh, I like characters. It. by the way, I had this conspiracy theory. Oh, boy. Remember the whole, oh, we're going to close down the virtual PSN stores? Yeah. Yes. For the, for the, the, the do not. you think they were like, how do we get rid of 
this stock of physical copies that we still have for these things. No. And then they were like, if we close the <laughs> virtual store, no, you're we could sell these at a premium and inflate no. their value. You know how hard it is probably to finding a brand new PS3 game today? A brand new one? What are you talking about? You know, it's actually funny. Um, it's fine. There was a thing flying around on Twitter, like GameStop was doing like a, a game sale. And there were some games that was like a dollar, two dollars, apparently. And, oh, God, GameStop is the worst. I hate buying used games from them. Simply because you don't know what you're getting. Is it going to be the game in the original case? It's just open. Is it going to be the game they in a generic case? They don't check by your GameStop. They don't like open it up and say, "Oh, this is the no." Game. If you buy it, if you buy it on their website, you just oh, don't. If you know buy it online, you're... you don't know what kind of jewel case you're getting, and that's what Mark's yeah. really into. He wants the box. Sometimes it's not even. It's like it's, it's like a sleeve. It's like I can't even get it a just case comes out in of like this. A, a, they don't tell you. Sometimes they just they don't tell you. It comes in a box, but oh, it's not boy. like a game case. It's just like a container with the thing in a sleeve. Uh, don't don't get me started on GameStop. Uh, you got started. I got a little started, but why didn't you buy a GameStop stock then? Well, because I should probably should have. Thought I made some money, but bum start running aids. I liked it. Everyone else maybe it, it was okay. It was okay. It was it good. Was okay. I, I I enjoyed it while I played it, and then I was like, it's it's the same. Anymore. It's the same. <laughs> I don't need this anymore. It's wow. not like Slay the so, Spire that I can go into at any time and be like, this is gonna be a good time. Like I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen, and so, yeah, it's going to be great. There's yeah. something about that that, to me, makes a roguelike a roguelike that's amazing. Like, mm. No, but like to Slay the Spire, that's almost like starting a new card game. And you're like opening up the deck. Okay, what's going to happen now? My heart's and, a flutter just at the name of it. Ugh. I wonder what that studio's making. Slay the Spire is like... This is like, that's like is real good. That's like gold standard roguelike, right? That is it's gold like, standard roguelike. Because you can pick like, it up and drop it just as quickly. Yeah. And and every run is different, and you know you're going to have a good time. Even though, yeah. even if they are similar, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. I think well, that, uh, again, just because roguelikes are going to continue into the, yeah. this next section. Season um, roguelike. You oh, might no. hate this one. Um, <laughs> but I'm just like, I think that to me is, is, is totally the formula. Well, you dropped the hint in. Let's go. Trivial Tastemaker. Boom. It's the Trivial Tastemaker. 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 I was like, how do I make it our um, thing? It's the roguelike rants. I don't know. Roguelike the... roulette. Roulette. Oh, <laughs> the random roulette. Trivia. <laughs> my note. My note is literally roguelike quiz. Roguelike well, ratio. The most on. unimaginary. Before we do it, new season, blank slate. Everyone's at zeros. Mark won the silver monkey last season. Just yeah, he did. Did he? did he? My first one since like season three. You know, Mark <laughs> is is feeling good about it when he refers to himself in the third person. Well, that's who won the Latinum pterodactyl? You again, Mark? Yeah, so we're now tied with two. Yeah, damn it, Dan! <laughs> he played that the was rules! <laughs> very, very delayed, by the way. I was kind of expecting that, like, that night. I mean, it was... it was. A, I know it was a decision you would take back if you could. But you can't, because that's how the world is these I days. Know. But, Dan, 
What are you do? What are we? What are we doing, buddy boy? Simple quiz. These some of these are just like I don't know, Dan. This answer, but some of these are steeped in games that we've played. These are just questions about games. Uh, Wide base there, listener. It, Mark has his hands folded with his chin resting I'm upon listening. them, like like a school girl at the edge of her bed. Um, some <laughs> of these. You know I what? It, I am because this is. I said that because of the recent diva victory pose from the anniversary um way to bring it back to overwatch are you guys excited for this uh, two player two hour by the time we hear this again it's gonna be very oh yeah that there. is coming up that's two coming hour up. overwatch what a strange tastemaker intro this is become i don't mind it i just this <laughs> is crazy this is, this is... <laughs> all right let's do it it's almost like all you right. have one member of this podcast who can't focus their attention <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think there's two of us, my friend. <laughs> um, All right, keep going. Okay. It's just questions. Just roll with me on this one. Hate me Is if you want to. Is it multiple choice? Yes. Okay. There we go. Multiple choice questions about... Is it about... answer who answers first? I like if Mark just keeps going down this like, Is well, the answer to number I wanna, one? This um, No. Rules. It's you both do an answer, but there is one that will be a speed answer. Okay. Okay. Um... Dave, already face palming. No, no, I'm trying to focus on what the rules okay, good, are. Okay, good. All right, so that's it. The rules are multiple choice. You both do answers. You get a point for each one. Okay. Uh, correct. And gotcha. um, there's the one at the end of the speed. All right. Question number one: In which of these roguelikes can you not pet the dog? Uh... Enter the dungeon. Risk of rain, or Hades. That's the one with the robot. Risk of rain is. Is there a dog in Enter the Gungeon? I can't think of one. I will go risk. Uh, I'm gonna go Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon. You are both wrong. Risk, risk of, rain? of rain. It is okay. risk of rain. Because okay. you, you can pet your the dog in a. He, there's one character oh, who has a dog that helps gets your right. items, but I didn't think you can actually opt to, to pet it. Apparently. Let me make sure this is correct. C gotta then. follow that Twitter account. I assume that's where you got that question. Enter the, My no. favorite. No, that's not where I got it. No, no, no. I'm saying it's not where I got. Since the I mean, tweet, you can pet the dog. You cannot pet the dog into the gungeon. Oh no, you can. They were wrong. That Twitter account. Rejoice! You can now pet the dog in into the gungeon. So yes, uh, you can. in a patch they patched it. <laughs> okay. Right. I didn't think so, you could. Okay, that's right. good. There it is. So. I hope all no. the questions follow this theme of dog No dogs. winners, no points. Um, which of these guns is not in Enter the Gungeon? Oh, boy. This is the one that's like, I don't this know. This could be name. literally anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. It depends on your memory. The M1911, <laughs> the Colt 1851, or the 9mm Luger? That first one feels like something from Counter-Strike. Remember Say them again. There's a Colt and a Luger. Luger's too cool. The M, I guess it's 1911. The Colt 1851 and the 9mm Luger. I'm going with the Colt. 1851. I'm going with the first one. The the, the, the machine gun. You're both wrong. Both of it's us? The Luger. Because how ah, would you, you, you know? <laughs> the Luger. Why wouldn't they have a Luger? A Luger's fun. I mean, it's not actually fun, but it's like a distinctive thing. Anyway, it's like stern, uh, right, Dan? 
This is going, this is going well. I hate when you guys don't. I mean, a Destiny um, reference. Wait, what did you say? It's like Sturm, right? Oh, yeah, Sturm's a Luger. Yeah, Luger-esque. Yeah. I am better this week, just saying. Um, <laughs> question number three. I'm, like, upset that I did this one now. In which of these roguelikes are rats not an enemy? Rats not an enemy? Yes. Rats are your friends. <laughs> the Binding of Isaac, Nuclear Throne, or Hades? Rats are not an enemy in one of these three games. The Binding of Isaac, Nuclear Throne, or Hades? Binding of Isaac. Yeah, I think he's right. Binding you're, both, you're both correct. I was about to say, I, I remember I was, those rats in Nuclear Throne. I tried I, to do questions that involved elimination, process of elimination, because either exactly, you didn't play Binding is, of Isaac or you know for sure that there were rats in both. I Nuclear played all Throne three of those games. games that I remembered. Those you remember the lack of hurt? Yeah, because I think rats are your friends in that game. Like, they actually hang out and stuff. I don't, I don't remember that far. That's a weird okay. game. <laughs> it's strange. There's a lot That's of a stuff going on. That's a game where someone is working through something. <laughs> they worked through it and they got, they got it out. I should thank you for that game. game. I actually like that game a lot. Question number four: Which of these guns is not a weapon that can be used in Nuclear Throne? Ooh. Hyper rifle, hyper crossbow, or the hyper slugger? Oh, not, I, not. I, I saw what you did here because all three of those are guns, but I don't know which ones are hyper. Rifle, hyper I'm gonna rifle, go with the hyper, hyper crossbow. Hyper crossbow. I mean, that would, choices. that would seem... That would make a, a second B answer in a row, though. Yeah. Sometimes you get in that, like, Dan mindset. I was like, is he going to make the middle answer the same answer again? Um, like the right just just for your just so you have all the information you need, the Binding of Isaac was the first choice of the last question. Oh, was it? Right I thought now. he said yes. Nuclear Throne first. Okay. Um, I just want you to have all the information on the table. Maybe so you I just don't see like of I'm in that situation, and this is where you this is where you get in trouble because I agree with Dave, but I don't want to agree with Dave just to make it interesting. Mm, that's why I answer first sometimes because otherwise I do that. It's one nothing, Mark. You're winning right now. No, it's one not. one. We both said Binding of Isaac. That's exactly what I said. Right, you know. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm writing um, it down as I go. Sorry. There we go. One, one. Not so one. Tied. Why did I have it wrong? Uh, yeah, you tied. Uh, yeah, whatever. Dave. I'll go with the, the first one, the rifle. Okay. Dave's choice was? Yeah. <laughs> What's Dave's choice? He, he was the crossbow. the crossbow. No. Okay, Dave got it right. Yeah. Damn it. Why did I just do that? I know the answer. <laughs> because Paperboy. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Sometimes you throw your shot out the window. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take a shot. But you said it. You want to keep it interesting. You said uh, it well. Well, I, I mean, I kept myself interested. Well, in, you got two more choice <laughs> chances to get this going before I have to figure out a tiebreaker. Right. Um, oh, which of these roguelikes was originally a mobile game? Hmm. Pixel Dungeon, Darkest Dungeon, Enter the Gungeon. It's originally <laughs> been, a mobile game. I've been waiting game? all night to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, originally a mobile game. Started on mobile. Pixel Dungeon, Darkest Dungeon, Enter the Gungeon. Dun, dun, dun. Darkest Dungeon. I'll, I'll say Pixel. Dave got it right. Damn! Damn it! Pixel well, Dungeon there it is. was the one that was originally it. a mobile no, game. No, he could still tie, no? No, there's there, only one, there's only one no, more. No, you can't. Yeah, there's one more question left. He got it. He's it's got a speed it. question. Speed question. Buggers. You ready? you ready for it? Yep. Wait. Before I ask, Mark, have you played Hades? 
Have I played Hades? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I played good. for probably Hades more than you have. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for that. Makes me feel good. Um, in Hades, which of these characters are you unable to fight? Unable. You got, to fight. You, got, you can stop. You can stop me if you know it. Charon, Hypno, or Theseus? Hypno. Correct. What the hell is Hypno? Hypno is the he's a Pokemon. Is sleep he's guy. evolved form of drowsy. Sleepy guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the sleepy guy at the door. Yeah. Oh, Hypnos. Hypnos. Hip it's not Charon. I know you can fight him. Who's the yeah. last one? Uh, Theseus. Theseus. The he's ship of Theseus. He's the guy you fight with the Minotaur at the end of. Oh, yeah. So it's Hypnos. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, well, Dave, you uh, you ran away with it at the end there. And yeah, Mark, I guess, in your defense, you would have lost 4 2 instead of 4 1. This is absolutely right. It's okay. <laughs> but. It's I was soundly um, defeated in my knowledge of roguelikes to David. And just M like that, yeah. just like that, Dave already starts his bid to get back the, uh... Well, you know. Yeah, I gotta start it's, caring uh, again. It's, uh, what is it, inertia? It's just <laughs> how it is. The pendulum well, swings both ways. I don't the know. The pendulum <laughs> swings. Well, the pendulum swing in your way, listener, because you mm -hmm. have completed the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. This is the part where the trophy pops. Bing! That's right. Because you got. I like a, how you considered it a completion. Like, yeah, it's like, like a task. You did it. You got <laughs> it's it. It's a chore. <laughs> you did it, um, as Dave gets the machinery for the next season of games, or the next Same, game no, of the next season. No, game of the season. We did so, this season. Awards as the night rolls on. We have left Hades. We have oh gosh, what games did we have? Hypnospace Outlaw. Hypnospace Outlaw. Call of the Sea. Narita Boy. Narita uh, Boy. Before I forget. Before I forget. That's and a, call I thought you sea. were going to say something. I forgot. To... Yeah, Call of the Sea. And it's the Hades. winner is. <gasps> Let's keep this. It's Hades. Rogue like train going. You know what this means, right? That we have I no more rogues after this in the season, right? That. And it also means that you yes. both have beaten it, right? I beat it once. I mean, you've both beaten it. Yes. So I think you have to watch me play this game now. That's probably Oh, you have the... not beaten it. Have you started no. it? It's hard. I've played a lot of it, actually. It I just, it. I'm not good at it. It's hard. I'm so bad. <laughs> so bad but at see, it. I'm, saving, I'm saving all my shots because I know it's coming. I know it's coming to PlayStation. I know it. And what's it I comes? mean, it got rated, right, in Korea. Yeah, it got rated. This is another beautiful moment where we might see this in the future. Or hear oh, this in the future, future and be like, if it's already up, baby, you're so good. You're so good. Look at these little <laughs> children from the past talking about how Hades might come to PlayStation. I'm playing it right now. Time stamped. Well, mm -hmm. listener, thanks for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, let us know with all the usual ways. Some of our ratings, some subscribings. You can reach out to us on the Twitters, Dino underscore Machines. I am at Magrocrag. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Daniel Mac. And next time you catch in with us, we'll be playing, or we would have played and talked about the Hades and the things that are happening in the location. <laughs> also, a name of a person works two ways. I wonder if I'll have played Returnal anymore by then. Uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no, because now you're going to have to devote all your time to beating Hades. That's instead, true. Instead, yeah. You, you have a yeah. job. You got the touch, you got the power. <laughs> Thanks. And then you, that'll be good, because then when you go back to Returnal, you'll be like, out. why aren't you doing all the awesome things that Hades did? 
I could, I could be maybe, like, maybe, maybe not. I've we'll played like ten it. hours of Hades, and I already feel it. Whatever. I'm I don't secret. know if that's such an easy question about which is the better game, but I'll discuss that later. Yeah. Yep. Time. Well, we gotta do it while it's still fresh in everyone's mind. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Until next time, listeners. Smooches. Bye. Bye. Bye.